Yes, Ayop, we are back in the chair with the microphone, me and Scott Aworth jamming it out. And we're going to have a nice little discussion today about discipline, eh, Scott? Discipline from 2020. I think we all learned a little bit about discipline through 2020, didn't we? Oh, yes. We're going to delve in deep and see what we can pull out the at, eh? Absolutely. Discipline is quite, it's quite a big topic, really. And we're, we're definitely starting the year of 2021 with something big here with discipline. Yeah, I think we're going to need it this year, lad. I feel like it's going to be a roughing again. Have you? Do you think 2021 is going to be rough? I do, yeah, yeah. Do you I think thought... 2020 was rough for yourself? Uh, no, I feel like it was um, definitely rough for a lot of people, a lot of people around me. Uh, I mean, it obviously could have been rougher if you compare it to World War Two, but... I mean, yeah, times have been rough, but I mean, I don't know, I think it's interesting. I I try not to see things um, as negatively as they have been, I suppose. I suppose that's what I try and do right now. So, yeah, let's talk about the discipline of 2020 and where we're taking it forward in 2021. Oh, yeah. It's an interesting way to um, start that then, like... I totally, totally with you on the, on the vibe of looking back. On looking what... back <laughs> over my shoulder. I can see. I'm looking at It's like a classic radio jam that you know you're driving. <laughs> was that Lighthouse Family? I can't remember it was. I think it was. No, I don't think it's Lighthouse Family. Lighthouse Family was like, they did a ocean drive. So good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sun's so going to shine good. on everything that you do. <laughs> That's like, I remember driving back from a tour. I think we'd been like in like, I don't know, a foreign country. And we're driving back from Gatwick. And me and the tour manager, we were both like trying to keep each other awake in a way. He's driving. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, right. God. And I'm like, all right, I've got to get these tunes going on. So we're trying to like high energy tunes and that weren't really working. And um, I remember putting a Lighthouse Family Lifted. And we could be lifted. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, mate, I've not heard this song in so long. And we played it for like an hour, just oh. driving down, listening to Lighthouse Family. Quite a funny one. I always think of... Fond Br- memory. Brit Awards 1997, when anybody mentions Lighthouse. The Brit Awards? Yeah, I had Brit Awards 1997 on like a, what is it, triple tape deck. Oh, right, yeah. And uh, that was on Cooler Shaker was on for... Hush. Hush, yeah. early in the morning, late in the evening, hush. Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah, save tonight, Pranga. Fucking hell, he's <laughs> naming up here already. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spice Girls. Yeah, which, which one? Uh, 90, that's what I'm asking. 96, 95, 95. I suppose... Sorry, no, no, it was 97, 97. It's got to be like wannabe, in it, really? 95, 96, 97. Uh, yeah, it might have been. might have been Mama. What's your favourite What's your favorite Spice Girls song? Um... Name someone, I can't, I can't really remember too many. So you don't have one. Uh, I would say my favourite was To Become One. Because tonight is the night when to become one. That, that was the... Uh, that was a tune, though. That was the song at the Valentine's dance when I was a kid, that. <laughs> I remember that. Do you remember my, my school disco? We're getting a bit off topic here, but my school disco was uh, around the era of, like, Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Cotton Banging. Eye Joe. Yeah. That was like, and Venga Boys were big. For my school disco yeah yeah, yeah. i remember uh, this is the final part about school discos but uh, i was doing the last dance with a girl on my first ever last dance uh in like the last year of primary school and uh we were doing that classic horrible small steps moving around mm, yeah and 
uh, I decided to grab her ass with both hands just to see in the corner of my eye that my mum was with all the dinner ladies doing the food watching me. Awful. Well, you know, scarred, scarred you for life. How many bums have you grabbed since? Oh, it's probably too many. <laughs> just not in front of your mum. Yeah, hopefully not. There's things you do when you're a kid, though, and it? it does, you, you know, there's things in life where you think like, oh, that's happened, I'll forget about that. But your mind just doesn't let you forget about stuff, yeah. does it, sometimes? It's normally the embarrassing <laughs> thing that keeps hold of. Just to remind you that you were an absolute prick or that you was really oh. embarrassing. There was a, my, I think, I'll tell you my, uh, my one embarrassing thing that happened to me when I was a kid. So you remember Leavers do? I used to always have the Leavers do. I was yeah. at Smivels. Same, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I never really talked much to girls and stuff like that. I never really, never really any interest in girls in like school for some reason. Um, I could have my first girlfriend until I was like 17 or something. Yeah. Like I just was not interested in girls. I was sure. more interested in video games and football. <laughs> um, and, uh, this girl come up to me in, in school and she's like, uh, I like you. I'm like, okay. She's like, I like you. Can we have the dance at, at last? I was like, yeah. And I agreed to it and I had fucking no idea about it. I was just like, fucking no idea. The lads in the school were like, who's asked you? I was like, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, she's asked you. I was like, yeah. And I was like, I, was like, I wasn't like against it. I was just like, I weren't sure in it because I just had no interest at yeah, all. Yeah. And when the last dance came, um, I fucking scarpered. <laughs> I literally ran outside and hid behind the wall outside the smells. And then uh, I didn't speak to her. And then we got on the bus to go back to school and she was sat like a row behind me in, in, on the bus. And I was just like, oh. I'm practically sweating here. <laughs> it's just one of the things that I've always remembered. And like, I, I don't know what it made her feel like. I don't really know. But Oh, um, Jesus. And it, was, it was nothing personal towards her. It was just that I just, did not have an inclination about a girl at that time. I was just like not interested oh. at all. Um, but yeah, it's just funny how your mind works and how yeah. your mind remembers that stuff and it just goes, don't do that again. Don't grab someone's ass in front of your mum again. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And be, your mind keeps hold of it. We're 36 now. That was 20 years ago when that happened. Oh, still scared for life. Still remember it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an odd one and that girl still like views my stories on Instagram now oh really yeah. wow yeah, she yeah. must hate you <laughs> no no like, she was a really nice girl as well I just had no idea like time in school like I was just never never asked mate wow never never asked so yeah, crazy yeah, yeah yeah so anyway looking back into 2020 this yeah. is, <laughs> let's get back to episode yeah yeah after we told a few embarrassing stories oh. um, yeah 2020 like uh, it's interesting isn't it because you, you can look back at 2020 and like you know it was an hard year for everyone, I suppose. Mm. You know, I've not worked for nearly a year now. I've not done my job as a as a sound engineer for nearly a year. Yeah, uh, I've been tinkering around with podcasts and radio shows and uh, there's some bits and bats, but like I've not done my job. So yeah, it's hard in that sense. You know what I mean? But like, I also don't look at stuff to go like, oh, it's that was an hard year. It's going to be another hard year. I think that's a proper shit mentality you got there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But at the same time, I think it's realistic at the same time. Uh, well, yeah, and I've been trying to stray away from that idea of presenting the future through a thought of, uh, you know, assuming that the year is going to be rough or having that story in mm. my mind yeah. and then letting it play out as well. And well, that's, I think that's that's, you know, that's really interesting that you said that, that you let it play out. Yeah, because I think that's a massive thing, isn't it? That you, 100%. You've yeah. got to let things play out. Like, yeah. I, I'm constantly at the moment um, telling myself unnegative things. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, nothing to do with that Middleton Zero negativity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a little bit, you know what I mean? But like, 
it also doesn't bring you. It doesn't you don't reap anything if you think that yeah. way. Do you know what I mean? If you start going, well, it's going to be a shit year. Well, it's yeah. going to be a shit year. If you're going to say it's going to be a shit day, it's going to be a shit day. So 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 yeah, the word you're using is not quite the way I'm imagining yeah. the the scenario I'm playing out. When I say rough, um, I feel like it's going to be a rough year in terms of where we're heading towards the end of the year right now with mm. the way the government are taking our country and well, what's uh, happening. Uh, well, it's just it's What's just the the lockdown that that's happened, and then we're the, in lockdown. <laughs> the the numbers that keep spiking and blah blah blah, and then it's mutated. And, and I don't watch the news, but I've seen the snippets, and uh, and I'm like, I've just got this idea. I, I heard the word mutant on the radio before, uh, so sort of being taken over by mutants. <laughs> Is that what's happening? I've just got this idea that uh, we're potentially going to stay in lockdown for a longer period of time. Uh, I'm pretty sure when this episode comes out, we'll probably find out a bit more news uh, about it all. But there's definitely another lockdown coming. Yeah, 100%. In Great yeah. Britain, there's yeah. 100% happening. Yeah. I mean, it's already happened in Wales. It's already happened in Scotland. Exactly. Much. So, yeah, all this, all this tear stuff, I don't even want to get into it because it's not. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's of no value to talk about. I'm going away from that. But anyway, yeah. with that idea in my head, I want, I'm trying to come up with a plan of preparation for myself and my family where we can steer our concentration mm. in... Uh, a direction that doesn't really go along the idea of where we're at in life. Mm. And I was speaking to my missus the other week about, right, what's the one thing we could guarantee we could do throughout the year if the world was, if we were back in lockdown? Mm. And we're like, realistically, the one thing we can guarantee is that our running could get absolutely fantastic. Mm. No one's stopping you from running. People are stopping you from potentially well, going well, to the, the gym and whatever. The snow is. The snow is stopping yeah. you. God's um, stopping you. You're correct there, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. And, but, I mean, if you're trying to focus your energy on a positive, which we are yeah, trying to yeah. come up with a game plan, I think one of the things we could potentially look forward to is uh, getting back to becoming long-distance runners or getting our stamina up to that point, you know. That's something you want to do? Uh, well, I mean, I'm just working on where I'm at in life and mm. how often I can get to the gym, how often I can get in my shed to work out, the, wasn't the equipment. You, wasn't there a point when you started running to work in Manchester? So I'm doing it now. Like Obviously, uh. I'm on holiday at the minute, but... <laughs> I'm doing it now. Well, well, not right now, because I'm not actually working right now, but I'm doing it now. I mean, in my mind, I mean, I've done it I've done it twice. I mean, I'm, I'm running... Fucking full of to, shit, you. ...to certain bus stops. I'm not going all the way to Manchester. I've ran back from Manchester once right um i thought you ran to work a few times what recently no i was in like in the past oh no i run home from work no i'm not doing a right. full shift after running fucking 20 uh, 16 miles it's horrible right so what are you doing then oh no right now i instead of going to the local bus stop i run along the bus route you know in lee right yeah uh so i get up I run to, to the se- I run to the second stop it's four, 40 minutes mate it's a 40 okay. minute run before work so right Cool. It's pretty good. And then I got off at the wrong stop the other day uh, and it was an hour and 20 minutes. It's a, it's All oh right. So you got up purposely at the wrong stop? No, I, <laughs> no, I totally... This, the story is just you all over. You told me that you, you're doing it and now you told me you're not in work. Then you told me that you... <laughs> I was supposed to go for a run. This but is so I, you. But just not that far. I right. had 40 minutes to get home and I was supposed to be getting off two stops before Tilsley. I ended up getting off in Walkden. Right. And it was an hour twenty minutes, but right. I mean, it was a good run. Right. So I mean, that's that's the way you could do it, isn't it? Uh, it's you know, James Smith. We talked about James Smith before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, have you have you read that book yet? 
not no, a di- no, Siobhan's nearly finished it actually. I need uh, to read it back. Not not a diet book. It's quite interesting that James Smith not a diet book because it teaches. It's trying to teach you different ways to not diet. Yeah. As such, like it's not like hey, you need to go on a diet. It's more like well, you could try this. So there's there's a thing what he does. It's called neat, neat up twenty four seven. It's called. Mm-hmm. And this is about you know instead of getting on the bus at this stop you get on the bus at the next stop. So you walk that extra five minutes to the next yeah, bus stop. Yeah, sure, yeah. You know, and you get your knee up. So instead yeah. of like getting in an elevator to go up in a department store, he's like, just take the fucking stairs. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and get your knee up and all of a sudden you get, oh, I can't remember what knee stands for. Um, I think it's non-exercise activity total or something like that. Okay. Uh, and you get that up as well as you eat, which is your exercise activity total. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll end up in... More close to a deficit in order to help lose weight. That's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the idea. So what you're yeah. doing there by getting off a bus two stops early, <laughs> you know, and running back, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually more beneficial because you've what you've done there is you've found time in the day because you ain't got time in your day now, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got no time in your day. Um, that you could go, well, if I do that, I'm not actually going to be later or then I'm actually still on my way home and it's like, it's my meeting. Yeah, that. totally. Yeah, yeah. It's a total trick at mind. Uh, especially if, if you, you know, it's also the the word that we're looking at today. Yes, it's discipline. It's discipline, yeah. yeah. So it's the discipline of like going, oh, I don't fucking feel like this. Oh, I've got a backpack on. Yeah. Oh, I'm not wearing the right shoes. You know, it's the discipline to be like that. But, you know, there's another complicated thing there. I suppose like when you're saying that you would uh, run to and from work, you know, if you've got a locker in work, you can just put your running shoes in there and you can get changed. You know, the the big difference right now is like, What's really frustrating is I would cycle to uh, Amazon when I was working at Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And they shut, they shut the showers. So, like, to get changed, I had to get changed in a cubicle with piss on the floor. Yeah, nice. I'm like, when, you, when you're cycling in fucking this weather, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was brutal. Yeah. So, I'm wearing, like, over, you know, coveralls and everything to get changed in. So, in this in this environment right now, it's a bit, it's hard, man. And I'll be interested to find out. I'll speak to you in a month and see how many of you've done. How much running I've done? Yeah, in a month, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so the, basically the reason I started running to and from the bus stops was because I read... I got up to like... I, I read that book that I told you about, the David Goggins book, right. uh, You Can't Hurt Me, it's called, and that's that's non-stop discipline. Um, and he talks a hell of a lot about his career as an ultramarathon <coughs> uh, runner, and it made me like... Made me motivated for get back running, so mm. I thought, right, I went for a couple of runs, I enjoyed it again. And there's this race coming up in November, and I was like, right, instead of sticking on that emotion that you feel when you get the motivation to do something, so whatever it is, a, a diet plan or whatever, you get that instant emotion attached to that one feeling there and then of, oh my god, I've got to get up and go to do it. And instead of sitting on that emotion, which is what I used to do, mm. and then book onto the marathon and then that's it. I've no choice but to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to get faced with that truth within my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't actually perform this. Yeah, well, you, you force yourself into the truth, don't you? That's exactly, doing, yeah. 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 So instead, I thought, right, stick it in your head, leave it two weeks, come up with a diet, uh, not a diet planner, um, a game plan and see how far you get. Mm. If you continue it for two weeks and you still feel like entering in two weeks, then, you know, go for it. Mm. Um, so... I've done what I set out to do so far, but um, I'm also obviously having a holiday at the minute, so I'm going to get back to it. I want to do it for maybe a month, and then if I'm still feeling like entering it, I'll enter it. But it's in November. It's like a year away. Anything mm. can happen. 
Um, that's, a, that's a long old time to even think. How long is the race? It's 30 miles, so... All right, so it's, it's longer than a marathon, so it's an ultra-marathon. Yeah. Um, it's a long time to train. I know people who are training for stuff now in May, um, for marathons in May. Yeah. And also, you don't know where the f- where you're going to be. Exactly. And, and honestly, I might get bored, because right now... In the, in this it's, a long time. it's a long time to train. You're training for a year, though. Yeah, I know, doing. I know. It, it sounds very... Well, that, that's discipline in itself. If you set out to do something, surely you know... You've got to continue that discipline, well, but it's 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 getting close to a year since I started working out now. Yeah. So yeah. so for me that you know, if I was to look at you and you're saying like, Oh, you're gonna run this in November, like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the way sure. between now and November. Yeah. Like a hell of a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um the uncertainty of the world right now as well. Where yes, you can one hundred percent put your focus into running and go, I'm gonna get better at running. Mm-hmm. But there's also gonna become that lull point. You know, when does that lull point hit you? Is it going to hit you in October? Well, well, ho- well, hopefully not. You know, is it going to hit you in June? Well, you know what? The funny thing is, right, so... I'm every, sick of running. Every, sick of fucking running now. <laughs> every single marathon I've ever run, mm. um, you train for whatever, expect, uh, usually five-month period. When I first yeah. started, it never stopped for two and a half years. Yeah. But every single marathon, right, you get to the day before, right, mm. for me, and I'm like, yes, sir. I'm here. I'm ready. Mm. And uh, I won't mention names, but there was always a little voice saying, sure, you don't want a bit of a joint? <laughs> and every single time, I'd be like, okay, just a little bit, because then I'm Fucking going to And then I have a little bit. Yeah. After all that training, all that soberness, everything, all yeah. that eating well, yeah. uh, I have a little bit. And uh, it always affected me the next day, obviously. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the discipline to know you, to know that you're doing yourself what, well, you're doing yourself better not touching that shit. Of course you, you know are. what I mean? Yeah. I've had, uh, so I started PT classes yeah. uh, quite recently and the start of December, I decided to give myself the final push towards my one year of training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do a month's worth of PT. So I signed up to like 12 classes or 12 PT sessions. And um, I've had a week off this week. So we trained Monday, Tuesday, and then we're normally on Friday as well with him and I was like no Friday's Christmas so I'm going to leave it and then I'm going to you know we'll start again on Monday so it's mm-hmm. only been a week since I trained right Yeah. in that week I didn't like um, avoid eating good food or anything like that I just kind of let the day happen do yeah. you know what I mean sure. still kept up with salads or still kept up with like uh, replacement stuff and you know and like not eating chocolate and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. and I got to Christmas day and I had a full Christmas dinner you know starter and then dessert, I had two pieces of Yule Log. Oof, it's got that Yule Log. <laughs> really good. Um, but I didn't eat any chocolate. You know, I, I, I might have had like half a truffle. Yeah. You know, I didn't really allow myself much. Obviously, ate a lot of chipolatas. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. But like, I had one plate of food, which had lots of turkey on it, lots of ham, lots and lots of vegetables on it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, that was all right. That was pretty decent, that. Boxing Day came, went, to, went somewhere else and had another dinner. And then... Again, like, I just kind of allowed myself stuff. So we had chocolates on the table. So I was just like, I'm going to eat some more chocolate. I'm going to have some more chocolate. I got some crisps, yeah. I got some crisps. Yeah, yeah. But I, what I did do is I didn't allow myself fizzy drinks. I was like, not having fizzy drinks. But I had a, got a couple of beers. Yeah. But so like I had five beers Christmas Day over a period of the day. Sure. So from, like, three o'clock when dinner was to when I went home at midnight, five beers. Went to the gym on Monday. Nearly died. Yeah. Nearly died. Like... <laughs> Honestly, as soon as I got in there, I felt like throwing up from the second I got in there. Yeah. He started me out with stuff and I stopped and my ears went, you know, when your ears just get cloggy, my ears clogged up and I was like, I feel myself like white sweat. 
you know, like, like, like you threw a whitey. Oh. I felt myself go white and I was like, oh, fucking hell. And I was like, right, like, right we're doing this now. And then some big boy weights again, pushing some big boy weights. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and it's the, di- it's the discipline. Like as much as like you can go, <clears throat> well, I'm going to run every Monday. I'm going to do this run, you know. He might have had too many chipolatas at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I said, I didn't eat like shit. I, I definitely indulged a little bit, but not as much as I would normally eat a full chocolate orange. You know what I mean? There's, there's the discipline to let yourself go as well, like you were talking about. The, that, that's massive. Like, um, Well, this that, yeah, it's it's huge. It's, it is huge. It's a big thing that I learned from you. I think, we've, I think we might have talked about it. Mm. I tell these people, I tell this to people all the time. Um, sorry to interrupt you. I'm more important. Um, <laughs> um, as you said, like it's the discipline to like know you're all right with eating other stuff as well. Yeah. Like I was keeping up my routine, and you said to me when I first started working out, you said, uh, "You let a wall eventually." He's like, "He's like, you need to calm down. Like you're doing four or five days in the gym." And I'm like, "I'm all right, me." And I, I was fine for six months. Mm-hmm. And then at six months, I was getting pissed off because I didn't see the weight moving, which is the wrong thing to concentrate on, which we've discussed many, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, just have a fucking KFC, lad. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you mad? Oh, you want me to just go out and eat fast food? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, nah, not happening, bro. Not happening. You're like, go have a fucking KFC. I'm like, I'm not having one. I had a KFC, I felt loads better. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and it just kick-started me again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I obviously indulged a little bit at that, at that point, you know what I mean? I had, I had time off. I had time off me between August, September, that time off. Yeah. Uh, in my own cycle of working out where I indulged and then when I started up again boom it's dropped off again yeah and all of yeah. a sudden you're taught somewhere else do you know what I mean so it's it's interesting so there's is it what people I think when people see that word discipline they see it as like strict be strict on yourself yeah and like you say it's not always about that it's always about the discipline of not doing stuff as well so so this morning uh, I was sat uh, having a cup of tea writing stuff down that I wanted to talk about on this podcast and you've just, you just hit a point where uh, it could lead on to this. Basically there's an idea. um, There's an idea that there's only so much discipline within us within a day. So Mm. for instance, the idea that if you're into, in your, if you're in the military, you're absolutely battered with discipline five days a week yeah. then you get to your days off and the military are well known for absolutely going crazy aren't they yeah well in the you, pubs yeah in the pubs letting yeah. loose yeah um you, 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 well, you, there's, a, there's another point to that which we can talk about in a bit but yeah. yeah but are you talking about the pressure of being in the job and stuff no i'm saying like um oh, i'll compare it to my job yeah being, being in sound being being in a touring world um you know what people do when they leave college or leave school is they go to college mm-hmm. and then you find that rebellious streak in you and you learn new things, right? <clears throat> then you go to university and then people, as we know, students can be students and live in fucking shit conditions, mm-hmm. drink all the fucking time, blah, 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 and then leave that life. It's the same with touring. You're living that life of like abuse, of like drugs, alcohol, sure, whatever, yeah. whatever it be. Yeah. You know, and it's the same in the army. It's the same in the Marines. It's the same there. Now you've got the discipline to look after yourself. But end of the day, you're still growing up. So don't forget, most of the people that join the army are, you know, between 16, 18, sure, 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, So they're yeah. still growing up. So when yeah. they're in the halls of residence as such, mm-hmm. you know, and they go to the boozer, that's them growing up. Yeah, and the camaraderie and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so what you won't find is you won't particularly find, you know, 
a big group of 40-year-old who are yeah. in the army doing that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more the younger age. Anyway, Fair play. So anyway, I was just interested on, your, on what your thoughts are on the idea of whether the more discipline you take on in your life, the, the more your discipline personally grows or... Well, yeah. Uh, do you personally uh, d- do you think there's potentially uh, like a a stopwatch on how much discipline you've got in there? Uh, I think I think it's interesting what you say when you say it's about a day. I think that's quite interesting. Mm. Um, I believe that if you're brought up in the world of discipline, then that discipline's carrying you through life. That's just yeah. what it is. You have disciplined parents, yeah, and stuff like that. Then you know it's going to take you through. If you go in the army, you, the discipline to be in the army is going to be there. Yeah. We talk a lot about Ann Milton all the time. You know, we've mentioned him already today. And, like, his discipline is, you know, he was in the army and then he was in the SBS and then, you know, he worked security. Um, and that discipline's carried him through life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's just what it is because there's, there's a there's a discipline in inside the Marines, inside the army and stuff like that. So, yeah. But it is an interesting one. Um, when we when I texted saying the word discipline, I was like, we're going to talk about discipline. Um it was about, I was like, well, what's different words? Because the way we always do it is, what does that word mean to you? Sure. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I instantly, it's something that I don't have in my life. I don't have kids. But you do. Yeah. So how do you discipline your kids? Because that's a different way, isn't it? There's something we're struggling with in a way. Um, so, so, like, children are made with this built-in reaction to try and use everything they have to get what they want. And it's scientifically yeah. proven as daft as that sound. It's like they will use the tears, whether it's real or not. Yeah. And obviously, like all kids, they love chocolate yeah. and they love sweets. And particularly within the Christmas and holiday times, you let loose a little bit, don't you? It's like, all right... You, You've got the advent calendar, which screws you up as a parent, I think. You get a chocolate every morning. Stupid idea. I won't allow myself it, me, because I know I'll be off my tits. What, you personally? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've always said this, like having a bowl of Cocoa Pops in the morning. Yeah, yeah. That's mental, though. I bought some Cocoa Pops the other day. Did you? I was just like, I want to feel it again. Yeah. (laughs) As a kid, like, you give it to him, like, we were at at Christmas. Um, My niece come around and said, can I have a kind of Coke? And the mum was like, yeah. And then she said, I got some chocolate, like, sweeties. And like, it's like, yeah. Of course, because you allow, you know, you allow it. Of yeah, course, yeah. and I looked at that can of sugar, yeah. and I was like, "That'd do me." And she's a little girl, and I was yeah. like, "What?" And then she's like eating and love arts. I was like, "You are gonna be screaming in a bit." And like twenty minutes later, she's like, "Ah, yeah, it's like, mental, what? isn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it is, don't it? It's just what it is. So yeah, so yeah, go on. So so y- kids love it. Yeah, they do. So you fall out of a good routine of n- no chocolate in the morning as soon as as stupid yeah, as that saying yeah. to all of a sudden you've got a full month of chocolate in the morning yeah. and then you've got to pull it back yeah. uh, and dependent slowly dependent on sugar sorry you're dependent on sugar uh, yeah of course yeah and you start you start weaning them off it um, and then you've got to deal with the crying the screaming the tantrums <laughs> uh, just to get them back to yeah. square one and I'm a little bit stuck in the way to discipline certain, like obviously two boys as well, one's four, one's one and a half, and the one and a half year old copies everything the other one says. So yeah. if he says he wants chocolate, the other one starts saying chocolate, mm. and they're screaming before you know it. And eventually you might just give in, which is sometimes easier, or sometimes like, right, do this, and then you can get it. Yeah. So there's always a bribery. Um, 
And they are good kids and they do listen to what we say. And you certainly show um, authority at certain points through, through, through the way you speak. And rather than shouting, we totally chose the approach with children where we'll sit them down, get them at eye level and then ask them what's wrong listen or explain. Little, listen, you little bastard. Yeah. <laughs> You're just whispering, <laughs> I will chop your fucking hands off. Fuck you up. So... It's honestly, mate. That that is, is a good question because I am struggling with it. So it's not. It's not. You know, it's a big question because it's not only about how you discipline your kids in the sense of like if they've been naughty, what you do to them. There's also like the discipline that you have to show them mm-hmm. to say like, no, you're not having chocolate in the morning. No, that's yeah. it now. Yeah, and it's something you got to learn. You know, we we I think we 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 took through life by our parents and by our friends and by our families. Not learn, not always learning that lesson. You have to learn the lesson yourself, don't you? That if you cry as a kid, you know, oh, you're going to get attention. Yeah. If you cry enough, we're going to get attention. And then there's a certain point where if you just, you know, the the theory is you leave the kid, you ferberize them, as they're going to call them, meet the parents. You ferberize them. You just let them cry. Then they'll soon realize that, all right, this is not getting me anywhere. I'll just stop with the fake tears. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting watching children and having your own little experiment all the time. That's all it is, one big experiment. It's it's interesting because, you know, you have to teach them why they're not allowed chocolate in the morning. Yeah. And you have to teach them, well, do you know the reason why you're feeling like this? Why, why you're going, I just want chocolate. That's, that's the sugar that you little bastard. That's the yeah. sugar, right? And you have to teach them that's the sugar. You have to teach them. The reason we don't do it is not because you're not allowed it because you're not because that's what we just teach them because they don't understand sugar. We yeah. say no, you're not allowed it. Yeah, you're not allowed it. So, you know, so, so, and you should be teaching them. You're not allowed it because you're mental bastard. And yeah. you have that piece of chocolate. That's why. <laughs> and why? Why are you mental bastard, George? Sit down, pal. I know you're only one and a half, but I'll tell you. <laughs> so we've had the conversation about sugar rots your teeth, turns them black. Yeah, uh, it's bad for you on the inside. Yeah. all this kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. and then you you say uh, you're not allowed chocolate. Uh, and he says, "Why?" And he says, "Because we've told you, you know, the teeth are gonna fall out anyway. Yeah, it, it's sugary. Yeah. Too much sugar in it." He yeah. said, "It's not sugar. It's chocolate." <laughs> and and yeah, it's it's just at a strange age, four and one and a half. But there's um, four four is an interesting age as well because he's gonna be, he's gonna be coming home with all sorts soon. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be learning all sorts, like much like your youngest does when he goes to nursery and there's other children around him. He's growing up with, like you say, he's growing up with Patrick. So like, whatever he says, George says because he's like, oh, yeah, he's older than me and he's he's learned his way. Okay, yeah, chocolate. <laughs> he came home over there and he was running around the house and he's like, I'm going to piss on you. I'm going to piss on you. Really? And I'm like, what you want about? He's like, piss. And he didn't mean piss. He didn't, right. but we couldn't take it on because then he'd know he knows a naughty word. Yeah. So we just had to let him run around saying, "I'm going to piss on you," uh, and he meant nothing by it at all. Of them, he's, defi- Psst, he's definitely Psst. heard that in school. Probably, yeah. And then um, he definitely just doesn't know what it means yet. Yeah. There's a the the theory is um, that, and I, I truly believe this that you don't you don't do as your parents tell you. You do as your parents do. You do as you do. Yeah. 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 Do, yeah. And as yeah. Solemnly believe that. Well, it's good. Again, it's not what about telling; it's about what you're seeing. <clears throat> you know, I suppose if you grow up in an abusive family, yeah, you're likely to become abusive yourself because that's what you see. Yeah. You see it as normal. It's like anything, man. Like, 
where we kind of live is inherently racist. Yeah. You yeah. know, it is like, it really is around, around here. And it's not like, um, like completely derogatory, but you know, I grew up knowing that the corner shop was called the packy shop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like, I was like, and that's what you'd say. You're in school. Where are we going? Going to that shop. So you grew that, you know, you grew up with that and you only find out, Later on, when your influences change in between people, much like going to school, all of a sudden he's been influenced by these other people. Mm-hmm. You're like pissing on each other, apparently. Um, <laughs> like, that they find out. I remember when, when I first started touring, I remember a band being inherently racist on one tour, and then another band were so against racism. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, um, that I realised, not that that's the only time I realised that, what, what was racist around here, but like, I was like, wow. Fucking hell, right? So even like the word, like instead of saying Pakistani corner shop, like, you know the Pakistani man in the corner shop, you just say it's a Pakistani shop. Like that's inherently racist over yeah. it. You know yeah. that's 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 how we've grown up over it. Yeah, saying a Chinese, you know, a, a slang a slang term for a Chinese or a slang term for a corner shop. Did um, did you ever use see something when you was a kid? That your parents may do, where you were just like, "Well, that's that." That was like your first introduction to discipline, where you were like, uh, "I'm not talking about particularly something where you know they might smack you around back at legs or anything like that." But uh, where you were like, "Whew, Jesus, how did they do that?" You know, like getting up early in the morning or something like that. Well, my, da- my dad's always been an early riser, um, and that's just because of his work, and he worked away a lot, and yeah. he would he would he would travel away. Um, Monday morning to be on site for 8am. Right. You know, and he worked, he kind of works down south with the MODs and stuff like that on the RAF bases. Mm-hmm. So it'd take him a couple hours to get down. So my dad was always an early riser to get up and go down and go for a week of work and live away. <clears throat> Has that transferred to my life? I work away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. where it is. I'm not at home most of a year. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, you know, there's that kind of thing there. The discipline, what he's had, maybe not so much. The discipline of finishing a job. Yeah, He's instilled that in me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do a job properly. I'll do it to the best of my ability more than do it properly. Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of the thing that I distill in myself. Mm-hmm. So, well, at least I've given that my best shot. I've not done that half assed. Do you know what I mean? At least yeah. I tried to put that, that fucking shelf up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's different, you know. <clears throat> but again, like with my dad, you know, instead of him getting up at three and traveling down, I would go on the Sunday. And stay in a hotel. Yeah. So I can catch that flight at 9 a.m. I won't be trying to get down there for 9 a.m. Do you know what I mean? Which is part of my job. Sure, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't want to miss that flight. Missed a flight once. Did you? Mm. I was only going to Southport, to, to Southampton, though. <laughs> I sat on the train uh, on the way to the airport and I was like, oh, loads of time here, loads of time. And then for some reason, I looked at my, 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 my clock on my phone and I was like, what time's my flight? And I was like, I have 10. And I was like, it's quarter to ten. Oh and no! And I was like, I was in Salford, and I was oh. like, holy shit! Oh no! <laughs> Legged it to the uh, to the desk when I got there, and I was like, oh, this flight. She goes, no, you missed it. I was like, are you fucking oh, joking? Gutted. Joking. The first time I've ever missed a flight. Though. <sighs> Horrible. It's got to happen at some point in yeah, in, in touring, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Di- discipline's a funny one. I I hit. I I heard a great thing the other day. <clears throat> it was yesterday actually. Um. So we're talking about discipline and you can talk about discipline, you know, right now, I suppose my uh, key focus of discipline is working out, you know, discipline in keeping the muscles pumped and keeping them uh, ever growing and the discipline. So when you finish a workout, have protein, you know, have carbs and this and that, you know, like, and the discipline of 
getting a physique that I w- want right now. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about the bro split. You know what a bro split is? I remind me, I do know. So, like a bro split would be today's chest, tomorrow's back. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. Wednesday's tricep, yeah. Thursday's bicep. Yeah. You know, so it's the bro split, and you're working out one part of your body per day. Mm-hmm. Now we've done this. We've done this. It's not necessarily the bro split. It's supersets where it's chest and back. Yeah. Where it's legs and tricep. You know, so you're kind of splitting it into three, and then you're working them out. You know, two, one to two times a week. You know. In a six-day workout week, sure, it is mental. Um, so they say, don't do that. They say, do push, pull, legs. You know, there's your three splits. Yeah, or do your upper body, lower body, or do all over body. You yeah. know. So this is what the PT is also teaching me, right? But then I saw this thing on Tinterwebs, and it was when you brush your teeth. <laughs> um, how do you get your teeth looking better? Well, you brush your teeth every day, don't you? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you, do you not just brush your teeth once a week for 28 minutes? <laughs> no, uh, Why not? Why not? You're supposed to brush your teeth two minutes every day, twice a day. Well, it's because you're keeping on top of the shit that goes in your mouth, aren't you? Right. So you're keeping on top of it. So yeah. you're going, all right, so you're training, so, you, so you're cleaning that that, te- that tooth, you're cleaning your teeth every day. Yes. For four minutes a day. Two yeah. in the morning, two at night, right? So yeah. you don't just do it 20, 28 minutes a week, do you? No. Because it's just, it's just not right. So why the fuck do you do that with your muscles? Why'd you go, today's just a chest day. I'm going to work out all my chest, just chest, 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 chest. Yeah. And then leave it for a week. Well, I'm assuming the theory behind it is because if you batter your chest on Monday, the following Monday you've had seven days of recovery and your growth would be better. Right. I'm assuming that's the same. Yeah, so you're doing that with all with, with all over your body though, aren't you? Yeah. You're doing it with everything, right? Today's just calves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today's just big toe exercises. Yeah. You know, so you end up training it just one day a week and what they're saying is to enable growth, what you should be doing is training that in some capacity, in some way. We know that when we lift the weight, if you're doing a, an isolated curl, you're working a bicep. Whereas mm-hmm. if you do a hammer curl, you're then working your lat, you're then working your bicep, you're then working your tricep. Sure. You're working three muscles there, you know. So why would you just concentrate on just a bicep when you can do more overall and slowly train things like that? Yeah, and that, yeah. was, that was an interesting thing. And that was a discipline to being like, instead of just training your teeth for one day, <laughs> For 28 minutes, yeah, you, know, you should be doing them every day, yeah, for two minutes. And I thought it was quite interesting. Yeah. The, the benefit of doing you know 100 push ups a day, you don't just go, I'm going to do a thousand today because you're going to be fucking battered. Your chest is going to be battered because you've worked it out so hard, yeah. So, you need a week to recover. Well, it's exactly the same as the art of meditation, isn't it? You should be doing it, I mean, every day if you can mm. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, yeah. rather than that full 70 minutes on a Sunday. I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Go on. Because uh, you as a person, is you're quite a funny person. You are very... Because <laughs> my mind doesn't work yeah, normally. Yeah, you, you definitely don't work. This, you're not wired the same as definitely all of us. Definitely not. Um, you're a little bit weird with it all. Yeah, definitely had a bump on the idea. We, we had a discussion as we started this where you were a bit fritty. You started doing the soundboard at the start of this and we've had to switch seats yeah. in order so that I can operate the soundboard. Yeah. Um, because And you blamed it on you've had too much coffee. And I said, well, I said, well, why why did you have too much coffee? Like, well, I had one in the morning and then we went for a walk and I took a flask and I just kept drinking it. And I'm like, why didn't you just fucking stop drinking it? And he went, because I'm cold. <laughs> I needed to warm up. I'm like, fucking do something else then. Warm, warm up in a different way. But you're like, but that was to warm up then. So that, you know, the ulterior motive for, for that was not then 
to have a coffee drink to like wake you up or to perk you up yeah. you were then doing it to keep warm and the after effect is that you've had too much fucking coffee and now you're too skitty <clears throat> you're trying to fit it into your day it's just fitting in my day Scott it's just fitting in my day and I remember talking to you about meditation and um, the idea of meditation is like <clears throat> you have all these aids around you you know you could you could if you wanted to put cucumber on your eyes and at the same time as you're meditating you could be getting cucumber on your eyes you know <laughs> sounds lovely but you know like like nice cooling sensation on your eyes yeah. you know get rid of those bags you could do that that's a nice double up exercise you know what you did was you decided to meditate on the train yeah which is not the most quiet place is it no and awful. it's not like digger 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 yeah. now you know maybe you can find maybe harness that as like a bit of chi and you can be like okay listen to the train tracks digger, 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 yeah digger. but then you've got a doo, doo, doo. the yeah. next station is daisy hill daisy hill is and you go fuck i missed my stop yeah so like i thought that's this is this is just you all over whereas you know there's a lot of discipline in your life you're looking <laughs> to discipline yourself in running you know, taking the time in 2021 to take on the run and go, right, I'm going to run. I'm going to discipline myself for a year. But then there's another part of your brain that just switches and goes, I'm going to meditate every day, but I'm going to do it on the train. <laughs> and not like the, the chilly spot. And it's the same in like, it's the same when you're running where you're like, I can run every day. I could run to work. But then you're like, no, I'll get off a stop early. And then you end up missing it because you were too busy meditating. So you end up getting five, five stops early. Well, well yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean, like, so I'm breaking down your mind. There. Yeah, but I mean, there's parts of it that totally work for me. So obviously my mind does work that way. I know, but, but, I know, but, but let's, th- let's think about what you're wearing right now. But, you, you, t- you turned up because you've been for a nice long <laughs> walk, right? And you <laughs> You've walked in the house and you've gone, I've still got my pyjamas under my trousers. I said, why? And he said, keep warm. I said, have you not got a pair of joggers? He went, he went no. And then I found out that you've got a pair of joggers. But in your mind, you were just like, I'm going to wear my trousers over my pyjamas. Well, the brand new pyjamas, they're fluffy as fuck and they fit perfectly under these pants and it's the third day I've worn them underneath for walking. It's fantastic. Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah. That whole discipline thing is... Uh, uh, only so the impact of my choices don't impact too much on the other people around me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, swiftly on, the, the, the question <laughs> I wanted to ask you was... It wasn't a verbal attack, it is. Just um, it's funny, funny. You're a funny person. So right now you're killing it on the PT. You're lifting some heavy weights yeah. and you, you've broken a huge barrier that I couldn't break with you because I'm not qualified in that respect. And yeah. you've got the confidence of someone qualified now working with you. I can't wait to go to Jimmy again. Yeah. I'm going to throw some heavy weights <laughs> up if you're red and you're going to go, I can't do it. And I'm like, bet you fucking can. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, at the minute I, I've so little confidence in the gym. It's strange. I've took a massive back step because I, I've lost so much weight. Mm. Um, and, my strength has just disappeared so I've had to be totally humble with it all sit back and just accept that I don't actually know what weights I'm pushing anymore so I've started again as such well this I think this is another thing that we do right so if we're talking about discipline which we are you know this is another thing that we do we go uh I'm gonna start again Mm -hmm. you know you can run a fucking marathon yeah fucking run one yeah so why are you starting running 1k to train your body to it that's what you're doing. That's the way you see it. All right, I'm going to train my body back up there. Yeah. 100%, mate. You should train your body back up there, right? But if you're getting to, you know, what was what was you uh, what was you squatting? 
110? 90, I mean, 90 for reps and then, yeah, maybe 110. 110 for a one rep max yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right, so 90 for reps, right? You know that you can get to 90. Your body's able to it. Now, you've lost you've lost muscle mass, but you've not lost, like, 50% muscle mass. You know, you've lost a percentage of muscle mass. Yeah. So, like, you know you could go back in and start at, at 20 body weights. You can do body weights, then you can do 20. Yeah. Then you can do 10 plates on each side, then it's at 40. Yeah. You're already halfway. Sure, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, if I say to you right now, when you go in the gym next and you're going to do squats, what are you going to do? You start at 40? Uh, probably 60. Right, so straight away, you, you, you're two plates away yeah. from, from where, you know, from where you're at pretty much. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%, yeah. But, I mean, there's there's like a certain confidence in, in your mind block when you look at yourself and you see the skinnier version uh, of what you was. But it's but it's it's telling yourself, it's the discipline in your mind telling yeah. yourself that you've done it. Yeah. You know, that's a different discipline that we've not talked about. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. There's, um, a, there's a discipline of regiment. We talked about regiment. There's yeah. a discipline of kids. There's a discipline of knowing what's right, knowing what's wrong. But there's mm-hmm. a discipline of fucking knowing that you can tell yourself that you've fucking done it. I've, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- this is huge. This is one of the most important, uh, and by the way, a question that I wanted to ask you that you so rudely interrupted me was so, uh, uh, <laughs> was uh, what um, uh, what tools in your toolbox do you help you to, do, do you have to keep you on track with discipline? But answering your question, um, I definitely think the biggest part of discipline is controlling your own emotions and the the story in your head. I think that's so important and it's so easy to deter away from that. Um, So yeah, from that question, yeah, me going into the gym, looking in the mirror and trying to do a pull up now, strangely enough, uh, I am so broken within that message in my head. I can't fucking do a pull up, Scott. And I'm like, and this is why I'm being calm with myself, right? Yeah. Like, right, let's just start with shoulders, uh, get those, yeah. those traps back, and then get that confidence back that you the can do it. The reason it's a form of contention for you is because this was something that you was proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you would constantly tell me how many pull-ups you're doing. Yeah. Um, I'm still not there. Yeah. I've been working out. You know, I've, I've got better at stuff. You sure. Know, I'm lifting bigger weights, but I'm still shit at pull-ups. Yeah. You know, like... Um, PT said, right, jump up, do pull-ups. I've never fucking pulled up in my life, mate. Mm-hmm. Fucking still can't do them. Yeah. Do a couple of chin-ups, if you want to call that a pull-up. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, well, we'll try this one. And I did it. I did three. And he's like, I was like, fucking hell, I've never done three. Nice. But back in the other week, he, he, had to put, he had to pull a band out for me. Yeah. He's like, all right, get your knee in this band. Yeah. Now, you could take it as like an ego bruise. You can go, oh, fucking need a fucking band. I wasn't. I was like, cool, that's going to help me build muscle. 100%. You yeah. know, it's going to help me learn a better way of lifting myself. Yeah. And, you know, there's the discipline to tell yourself that you're not doing so fucking bad. So if we started this fucking podcast, it was, I'm not looking forward. Not, not, I can't remember what you said. It wasn't lo- not looking forward, but you think next year is going to be a bit shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's the discipline of telling yourself that it's going to be all right, mate. It's going to be all right. You can move forward. We all have fucking shit times. Mm-hmm. We all have times where we go, I can't do a fucking pull up anymore. Fuck, I can't lift that weight anymore. Do you know what I mean? But there is a point where you can push through that. Yeah, yeah. And it's using your ego to your own advantage as well. Like, yeah. like yeah. Um, Massively. It's using your ego to to know you can push yourself in work. It's using your ego to know that you're, uh, let's just say you're a better parent than someone else when you're picking your kids up, you know, or anything. I'm a better parent than you because uh, I brought an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's raining. <laughs> You know, like you can have a, you can have a bit of an ego about everything. Like ego is nothing wrong with ego in life. It's the inflated egos that's that's kind of the issue in life. Yeah, they they get through people. You rolled your eyes there. I don't think you thought the same as me. 
Oh, no, no, I totally agree. And I was thinking about a time back uh, when we were sat in the pub and I was telling you about how I'm uh, doing a 50-mile ultramarathon. And at the time, I was training at Pure Gym. And I was telling you how I walked into that gym uh, saying to myself, I am the fittest person in this fucking gym and I'm going to win that marathon. Mm. <laughs> and, and then uh, I walked past some guy doing really strict leg raises and never seen them I just crushed in that instant like oh you're so full of shit oh man you're, you're not the fittest guy in here you can't compare yourself to anyone in the gym and, yeah. uh, and being gym good is not being real life good as sure. well yeah. do you know what I mean like we're watching right now on TV is the world's strongest man's on TV and the discipline to even be a strong man is fucking yeah brutal. mental a guy was doing deadlifts the other day uh, it's like 325 kilo which is just fucking mental yeah um, and he just Pissing blood through his nose. Oh, straight away. And the commentator's just like, that's nothing. Ugh. It's, you know, quite small blood vessels, them, so quite easy to bust. So, wow. so, yeah, he's not even bothered. And like we're like, fucking hell. Yeah. But, you know, it's a discipline to know that that nosebleed's nothing for him. You feel it trickling into his mouth. But he's, got, <laughs> he's still got to lift 10 reps at 325 kilos. Have, have you re- s- the repping 325 kilos, not one rep max, repping it. Have you seen Eddie Hall's documentary? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fifth, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it with a PT because uh, Thor's beat him. Yeah, he has. Yeah, by so, what two kilo or something? Uh, no, I think he matched him, didn't he? Uh, I'm sure he got two kilo over. <laughs> oh, what a bastard! Yeah, five or two. But there's, but, but there's a contention in there because so Eddie Hall. Um, if, you, if people listening don't know Eddie Hall, is Eddie Hall's a strong man who lifted 500 kilo in a deadlift. First mm-hmm. man to ever lift 500 kilo in a deadlift, and when he lifted it. Watch the video on YouTube. It's fucking mental. Uh, he went blind after it. His eyes for, changed colour, didn't For it? a period of time, he went blind. And then he, his recovery was like three months to, yeah. to recover from that lift. Yeah. And then there's another strong man called Thor. And Thor beat him, but not in the same aspect. Like, you know, Eddie Hall, it was an event. It was a sponsored event. There was He was in an arena. It was about Eddie Hall. Yeah. Whereas Thor just went and did it in a gym yeah. with a camera. So Eddie Hall's pissed that that's what happened. Um, basically and Eddie, Eddie said at one point he said if someone beats me I'll do it again right. and I'm watching this strongman and Eddie Hall is one of the presenters on the strongman I've seen yeah yeah and he's not he's not in the strongman and why is he not in the strongman because he's taking a boxing oh yeah because he's course. fighting Thor oh wow I so didn't know Th- that so Thor's not in it anymore because Thor's now training to be a boxer right wow to fight Eddie Hall because right. they've got this mad beef and they said uh, so Thor beat you Eddie would you lift the 500 kilo again and he just went no <laughs> Right. And previously he said he would. So, you know, there's also, but again, you know, you go back to like, let's just go back to the word that this episode's all about is the discipline. Is the, There's the discipline to be like, I'm not putting myself through that again. Yeah. Because he had to go to a fucking dark old place. We talked about it loads. Actually. We talked about it, yeah. yeah a um, dark old place to lift that. So. I thought I just went, nah, it's okay. I've got this. Yeah. Oof. We, uh, in his documentary, he talks about how to be a strong man, he's tired all the time. Yeah. And, I think, for me, the biggest struggle I have with discipline is tiredness. So when I'm tired, keeping up the discipline to do something as simple as this, right? Um, in my house, she, obviously my partner is there a lot. Uh, she's working from home. So a lot of the tidying up is, is on her shoulders. So when I'm home, I try and keep up with it. And we basically had a word a while back where... Uh, I don't know if it's just partly being a male, whether that's a shit excuse or not, but I'll walk past someone and I won't pick it up. Uh, yeah. And uh, like a sock. Uh, and she's like, just pick it up, just pick it up. And I'm like, and 
and that's one of my issues that I'm working with at the minute. My discipline is you see something on the fucking floor, pick it up. And the amount of times... You fucking pick it up. <laughs> the amount of fucking times I walk past things on the floor, you're picking stuff up all day. But Yeah, but like, it's just, yeah, but that's that, just life, mate. But yeah, that is that is correct. But yeah. it's, it's a discipline I don't give a fuck about, yeah. but a discipline I have to have. And that makes that discipline even harder to keep because... All day long. Well, for you, it's incidental. For you, it's incidental. That's not going to better my life. Yeah. I'm moving that sock. <laughs> it's so incidental to you. You know, so you're just yeah. like, I could do so much more with my day than that. Yeah. You know, like, and it, it's, it's just, it, that's just life. Like, little yeah. things like that don't matter. Like, for me, like, they don't matter until they fucking do matter until I'm stressed out. Yeah. It don't matter that that pillow is wrong or it doesn't matter that, you know, that washing up's not been done. There's yeah. a certain point in the day when too much is too much and yeah. I'm like, right, fucking get all this Same. stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's just, yeah. that's just daily life. Like, yeah. It's just daily, daily life. It's not discipline that <laughs> to, to do it. It's just that you could do that to better your relationship to be go like, all right, maybe I won't let her, you know, I won't piss her off by yeah. not picking it up. So you well, go, but I, I do think it's a discipline though because it's like David um, Goggins talks about how he broke you're going to wake up in the morning and be like I'm going to pick that sock up I'm going to pick that sock up today I'm picking every fucking sock up well, don't you fucking worry he he broke the world record for pull-ups and since breaking that world record he hates fucking pull-ups but to keep on top of that part of uh, exercise that he hates he continues doing pull-ups to keep himself disciplined and he says I fucking hate discipline I, I fucking hate pull-ups but I will continue to do yeah, it yeah, yeah. and uh, I think there's a there's certain amount of discipline in doing things that you dislike the fucking the fucking so it snowed two days ago was it yesterday and uh, in our back garden there's like three dog shits and I've just not picked them up and I should have picked him up. Should have picked him up before it snowed. It fucking snowed, didn't it? And guess what happened? Stepped on it. Well, no, not me. Someone. Yeah. And then stepped on our new rug. Nice. And uh, all because of my lack of fucking discipline, Scott. It's not. It's can, not. It's really, not. It's not like a discipline. I get. On, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. It's not like a discipline, though. It's just uh, lazy. Yeah. Lazy. <laughs> Caught my ass picking that dog shit. Should have. Should have picked it up. Should have. Should have. Would have. Fucking whatever. You. You. You know. You know what. You know for next time. And uh, that's that's the way you got to see it, isn't it? But yeah, these these. I think there's a lot to be said for discipline. There's different varies of discipline. And you yeah. know, the big thing is like, everyone finds it hard to yeah. uh, to maintain discipline. Sure. I should get up now. Yeah. I should have a shower before I start. Because yeah, that's going to yeah. make me feel better. And then there's just days when you just don't fucking want to, mate. You just don't fucking want to. You don't want to like go off and have a nice breakfast before you train. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you feel like you're going to be fucking thrown up all the way through it. You know, there's days when you don't want to pick the dog shit up and then it snows the next day. Mm-hmm. You've got to allow these things in fucking life to happen. Yeah. And we, you mentioned it earlier on where you don't know where the road's going to be down 2021. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, you just got to let life happen. We can't, we can't discipline ourselves too much. Because what it can ultimately do, much like the army, is it can dramatically affect your life further down the line. Yeah. You know, I'll refer back to him one fucking final time. Aunt Middleton, like, he even says in it that he became so fucking militant on himself. Yeah. That he wouldn't allow things in there. Sure. And now, like, he has to take off, he has to take his head off when he comes in from, from battle. Yes. Into the house. Yeah. And that discipline has to stay at the door. And now it's about being with his kids and stuff like that. Yeah, I I 100% agree on on that aspect of it. Like the um, the discipline of leaving your head at the door. That's where the dis- that's where the, new, yeah. the the discipline in the military ends. Yeah, and the discipline, of, you know, 
of yourself of your of your own self comes because that's a that's a big thing there's a there's a discipline of a kitchen how to cut things in a certain way making yeah. sure that your tools are sharp and and everything but then there's the discipline to like be there on time there's the discipline yeah. to leave on time there's the discipline to then get off the bus and run home then there's a discipline as you walk in the fucking house to make sure that you step over the dog shit that that's been there on <laughs> the floor weeks. that's been there for two weeks and then as you get in there then there's the fucking discipline to just go and pick up that fucking sock that you've still not picked up <laughs> And then after that, then there's the discipline to work out. And then there's a the discipline to tell your kids, no, you're not having no fucking chocolate. Yeah. And then there's a the discipline of getting them to bed on time. Never happens. And then after that, you discipline yourself because you've been a very, very naughty boy. Oh dear. So much discipline, Scott. Discipline City 2021 AO <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> if you've liked this episode, please make sure you subscribe. We're going to be doing stuff all bloody time, aren't we, pal? Oh, I, lad. Oh, I. <laughs>